Hello and welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name's Katie Stoll. You know what? What? It is. Hi! Hi. That probably peaked and hurt everyone's ears. Nah, we're fine! Uh, hi, I'm Cody <laughs> Johnston. You know what? Yeah. What? You are. Oh, thank you. No guest again this week. Just us. Wow, just like the just olden us days. Vibing, just like old times. How often was it just you? All the time. It was all the time, yeah. For the uh, first for couple years. Wow. I, I don't know if it was the first couple of years. Not for the first couple of years, probably. And we started to have like, certainly yeah, felt Dave like pop it. on and, and folks. But yeah, uh, when it started, we just had some more news people mostly rotating in. And then it was like, we got to expand. We got to expand. There's so many interesting people to talk to. But alas, none of them wanted to be here with us today. <laughs> oh, well. I try not to take it personal, you know. We're all yeah, just busy. It's fine. We're not. It's okay. Hey, are you sad? No, it's okay. I'm you okay. sad that it's just me and Jonathan? No, I'm happy about it. You know what's going to make you really happy? What? Some holidays. Ooh, uh... <laughs> uh, today, November 3rd, is National Sandwich Day. Finally. Who doesn't love a sandwich? Have you not had a sandwich since last National Sandwich Day? No. You're wow. Allowed, right? Is yeah, that well, I, I, I misunderstood the day? Rules. Yeah. I think you fundamentally misunderstood them. Oh. But I didn't read the rules, so I, you could be right. Okay. I'm Jersey. I'm right. So what Jersey you... Mike's is like a spirit Halloween. They come in for the one <laughs> day only, one time a year, and then mm-hmm. they're all abandoned. I was always wondering why I couldn't go to Jersey Mike's on, mm-hmm. Nove- on November 1st. Third. Anyway. Oh, first. Yeah. The day that it's not. It's the day that day. it's not. But now I know. Now you and know. November 4th is National Candy Day. I, what the fuck? This has to be because October 31st is National Halloween Day. That's National Candy. What? I thought the Halloween That's was. Absurd. It should just be. Four days after Halloween is National Candy Day. Tell that to that mom that threw out all the candy. Oh my Blasphemous. gosh. Threw that all ethic, that candy. That ethics professor who throws out her kids' candy every year. Yeah, well, in obvious violation of National Candy Day, mm-hmm. I think we should try to charge well, her. With I think crimes. she did it before, right? So if she didn't, if she, if she threw it out on the fourth, then that would be in violation and she'd be in prison right now. You're or I guess she'd be in prison right now. Right. I think candy companies see their sales just plummet right after halloween so four days later they're like we gotta the trade association like, we gotta goose these sales um, this mm-hmm. is big candy it's we gotta get people reeks. to buy this reeks of big candy they're mm-hmm. sticky little fingerprints all over it i didn't get candy corn this year i forgot Why? no i don't know if i'll be able to i just forgot it was you will get a... the discount candy corn mm-hmm. maggie may fish tweeted something interesting i think it's what her father does with his candy corn and he mixes the candy corn with peanuts. And while that's weird, I actually think it might be ju- genius. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, it's it like balances a, out like a trail mix. Trail mix is a good yeah, exactly. Um, I think I've had uh, trail mix with candy corn in it before. Yeah, I'm craving it. I like a can- I love that waxy sugar. I dig it. After, but like five pieces later, I'm like, well, this is too much. I don't need to much. eat. You know what? The only amount of candy corn I need is just like a few pieces to stick on my teeth mm-hmm. and you know, fuck around and find out about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. And then I just eat them. Yeah. November 4th is also my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Oh, He's never listened day. to this show, but <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but I love him. It's very sweet. And I'm glad he's born. Okay. I think that we've squeezed all the juice we can out of candy sandwich yes, days. Yes, we have squeezed a single drop of juice. And it's gotten us a full five minutes into our show. Oh, wow. That seems longer than uh, it it was. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm going to just candy fudge it. Let's do a real quick ad break. And then we will talk about the news. Hello there. It's Thanksgiving season, isn't it? And you know what that means? Hot loving. Yes. Who doesn't use the holiday to pick up a guy or gal at that Thanksgiving table? but you gotta look tip top, which is why I'm thankful for Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. 
That's right, baby. We're talking about the lawnmower trimmer designed to safely clear away those yams, as in testicles. There's also the crop preserver and crop reviver designed to deodorize and tone your holiday genital area. Get your balls ready for that turkey dinner. And finally, there's the weed whacker designed to tame that nose and ear hair, you absolutely Thanksgiving stallion. Don't leave that Thanksgiving table without a lover. Check out Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 and get your balls in a row. Or better yet, also take a look at Manscaped shower products. They have a refined body wash and signature deodorant that'll baste you like an animal that needs to be basted. So check them out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORENEWS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code more news be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from manscaped your balls will thank you meaning testicles happy thanksgiving future lovers and we are back from that break we were tired and needed a break but now we're back rested and ready to yeah. talk about the midterms the midterm elections yeah, the midterm elections. Oh, Don't worry, the, my caffeine buzz will chill out soon and I'll stop no. doing weird vocal patterns. No, it's okay. That you are. Oh no, I've given it to you too. I already had it. It's like start hemorrhaging listeners. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, <laughs> let's talk midterms. Yeah, this is our last episode before the midterms on Tuesday. The bloodbath for somebody. One of the two sides, right? One of the two. It'll either be the expected Democrat bloodbath or the totally surprising the election was stolen mm. Republican bloodbath. You know, President Biden gave a speech yesterday. Don't know I if either know of you saw I it. I heard that from like a person. <laughs> Just yeah, it was not. It wasn't big news the way his previous the country could be fascist soon speech mm. was. This one didn't have the red background and the yeah. Marines. You know, he did say like, you know, usually when you go to the polls, you're not worried about whether like it, democracy is at stake. And he's like, it kind of is in this one. Mm. Fox News was showing it. And I saw a number of people comment on how as soon as Biden was saying, like, people are going to question the results of the election. They, Fox News cut back to Jesse Waters saying, like, no one's going to question the results of the election, Mr. President, because it's going to be a blowout. Oh, Jesse, you are going to question the results of the election. And you have done that. And you talk about it all the time, Jesse. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Jesse, 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 Jesse. What's the uh, number of Republican candidates who say they won't accept the results if they lose? Oh, I don't have a I don't have a specific number. No, they're 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 very careful to say I'll they don't say I'll only accept the results if I win. They're just, you know, journalists ask them, will you accept the results of the right. election? And then they say, like, well, I just want a free and fair election and mm -hmm. I'll accept it if it's fair, you know, and mm -hmm. they're signaling that they will not accept it if they. Right. Lose. It's not like they're saying like, you know, yeah, but they'll, yeah. they'll say, yeah, I, I didn't question it because I'm lying. I'm questioning because it's not fair. Right. So Carrie Lake definitely in Arizona has yeah. like hinted that she's not going to if she loses. But like, I don't think Oz has said anything like that specifically. Uh, yeah, I think it's weird because I feel like Oz is like a uh, Oz. He's a, <laughs> an odd. Um, he's an odd duck, and uh, it feels like because he's like swirls in that like MAGA crowd. He's got that like the celebrity sort of thing, and he's obviously catering to a certain crowd. But he's not like full on. Like he's not like MAGA. He's just this sort of like MAGA light guy who like is trying to ride the wave a little bit but it doesn't seem like he's necessarily like a true believer in that sense. Yeah. Um, and got, Fox News are the ones, they're the ones priming like, oh, look at this Fetterman guy. If he right. wins, you got to know it was stolen. Like that's what right. Tucker's doing. That's what, yeah. It definitely scares me. What, uh, this so much scares me, but I don't, election fraud, this whole conversation just feels like it's not going to go anywhere ever. That this is, now a thing that's taken root in a way that people are able to, I mean, 
not just here, other places. We're seeing it in other countries. We're seeing it. It's just, it, it terrifies me. A couple years ago, the whole idea of a candidate not committing to a peaceful transition of power or not committing to accepting election results was, would have been pretty, pretty unheard of. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, and now it's like, it's not that I'm desensitized to it. It's just that I feel like I'm hearing this so much and it's this deep, I feel a lot of apprehension for next week, but even mm. more than that for 2024. Oh, 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I feel, I feel very, very uneasy and I have since January 6th and that just, yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's like, I'm not, not saying everyone. anything groundbreaking here. I'm just, it's unsettling. Um, and because it's not, it's, uh, it's such a, it's so accepted in certain circles. And like a lot of the circles are like the former president and because it's so accepted by them, everyone kind of accepts that that's just the case now. Like we've talked about this a lot where it's yeah. like, this is just what they're going to do. This is what they're, they're planning on doing. It's what they're going to do from now on. And that's also very weird because it's not like there's this weird sense of urgency and lack of urgency mm -hmm. because it's so obvious and like on the surface. And so you just sort of point like, look at that thing on the surface. And then you're like, yeah, there it is. It's right on the surface. You know, like there's no, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to, uh, to sort of mobilize and like feel like you can do anything about it other than just like know that that's what they're doing. Yeah. I don't believe in Democrats anymore. I struggle with it. Sure. Um, that's not news to anybody hey, here, hey, but it's like, hey. I, I know I've just been fully radicalized at this point, but uh, just about it's demoralizing. It's hard to keep saying Democrats are the answer when it doesn't really feel like they are. I'm not saying to go vote for the bad guys or to not vote. I'm saying it fucking sucks. And it sucks to have to champion people that don't actually give a shit about the things you care about that we desperately need. It sucks that they say, like, if you vote for us again, we will actually codify Roe. And, you know, like, and it also sucks to me that, well, you know, obviously the big lie that the, you know, the election being stolen in 2020, all of that's bullshit. But what's not bullshit is that the Democrats do absolutely manipulate our primary system in terms of who our candidates are. It is absolutely true that uh, it's very difficult for anybody that we actually believe in to get to a point where we want to vote for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating because um, it's but all- It has nothing to do with these conversations, but right. that's like what I want to be talking about. Yeah, um, you can't, it's hard. And, you know, every, it's all, they're all politicians. They're, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. But it's because there is this other threat going on that is, again, it's very on the surface. They're going to keep doing this. And so it's, it stops from like real critiques and effort to improve the purportedly better like the better quote unquote better side of things. And that's been the case for, you know, a very long time. It's like, well, it's it's these fuckers or these fuckers, you know? And that these is very big and bold these days. So what can you do? We have I mean, we even have this episode coming out next week about Hungary and what can happen with a single election. Mm -hmm. A single election goes very, very, very poorly for one party and very good for another one and then then it's it's over that's all they need um they're and so able... we're in this place where like either you vote for people who kind of suck and like maybe they'll you know they'll i i think they'll they do they will probably try to codify yeah row v weight and things like that um because they have things drafted up but there's like just less mobility and mobilization on that side because it comes down to like well if the GOP and certain aspects of the GOP get control with one like really consequential election, then they will do all the things that they've been talking about and are doing now, but even more so they'll have more control over, you know, gerrymandering and all the gerrymandering and all these election things that will make it even harder to pull power away from them mm -hmm. when they are 
kind of the minority party. No, that's what scares me is that like right now we're worrying about Republicans not accepting the results of elections. And what if if we go the way of Hungary, what will happen is all of their voter suppression laws go through and we can never win Georgia or Arizona or Wisconsin again. Again. And then all of a sudden, Democrats are the ones who are going to be like, okay, actually, now these elections are kind of being stolen. These right. aren't free and fair mm-hmm. elections. And then they'll say, well, look at what, look at who's and oh, what, yeah. they're, what, are, they're already doing it. Yeah, it's uh, very frustrating. And like, right. Once you get to that point, then it's very hard to pull back. It's very hard to change because you are not, you literally can't be in power and you can't manipulate the laws to help you out. It's only the Republicans manipulating the laws, the election laws to help themselves out. And then we don't have to worry about Republicans contesting elections anymore because they're just, I mean, that's a worst case scenario. That's like a hungry scenario, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, of course, this past week has been dominated by the horrific story of the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul. Yeah. Jonathan, why don't you set us up with the facts of what happened here? If people somehow haven't heard this story. Well, they might have heard several versions of the yes, story. So yes. here's like what actually happened based on, you know, the investigation and what the suspect said when he was interviewed. Yeah. Uh, he used a hammer to break through a glass door. He confronted Paul Pelosi in his bedroom and demanded to see Nancy. Uh, he said he wanted to break her kneecaps and hold her hostage since she's the leader of the pack of Democrat lies. it's a little confusing here because this takes place over it's unclear how many minutes or hours the suspect reached for some zip ties and planned to tie up paul pelosi paul pelosi escaped and called dialed 911 the suspect said he did not leave after pelosi's call to 911 because much like the american founding fathers with the british he was fighting against tyranny without the option of surrender that's a quote from the police report then they went downstairs to the front door. The police arrived and knocked on the door and Pelosi was able to go over and open it. So for some reason, the suspect is not like has not tied him up or anything yet. And then there's this confrontation with the hammer where the suspect hits him with a hammer and said that if and said that like, well, that's his own fault for, you know, calling the police and like running and grabbing the the door when the police came. So it seemed like this guy didn't really know what to do once he found out that Nancy Pelosi was not there because mm-hmm. he had planned to like tie her up and, you know, use save her. the nation. Yes, we'll save the nation, obviously, because mm-hmm. that that would do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But those facts really are nowhere to be found in the right wing. No, they it's are not, not called the blogosphere anymore. But <laughs> in the right wing blogosphere, yeah. as we used to yeah. say, as they said, the sphere. Like the movie Sphere, because like it's terrifying. The movie sphere. This is absolutely. Also, the book Sphere. <laughs> yes. Both good. Yeah. yeah. See, neither or read. Um, horrifying. Absolutely horrifying, and not surprising. This is what we have been talking about: the rise in threats, the just general polarization, and this guy. I mean, everyone for a while was talking about how he's like a radical, he's liberal or whatever. He's, you know, a hippie. There's all this stuff going around. And it's actually a heartbreaking reflection on the last several years and the radicalization that's gone on. You know, the QAnon, the the whole, the all the like overlapping spheres Mm. of influence driving this person to attempt to kidnap the speaker of the house Mm. and then of course the response you know when this news was first breaking then you had what's his name jesse smollett was trending and (laughs) everyone was just trying to make this sound immediately immediately sound like some sort of a hoax and that's what took hold for a lot of people. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It sucks, but like it's it's a little interesting, I guess. But just like it's that the progression that always sort of happens with things like this, where like what you're saying is like, well, yeah, it's like this this uh, Smollett hoax sort of thing. That's what they're they're claiming it is. And then like, oh, it's actually it was uh, an altercation between like right. a jilted like gay hookup thing going on. 
It's like, well, wait, so like you're going from it didn't happen as a hoax to it did happen, but it's this other thing. Um, and it's always sort of that progression of like, well, it's not this, it's this, it's not this, it's this, it's not this, it's this. Well, maybe it's the thing that it actually is. Um, there's like security footage and things, but the narrative continues and there's no time to remember those initial reactions or contextualize them or point out like, well, you thought this a moment ago and now you think it isn't a hoax, but there, it, there are lies involved. And then you get uh, the richest man on the planet tweeting to former uh, first lady and uh, secretary of state, this article from a website that once claimed that she was secretly dead yeah. from 9-11 and like, yeah. then, that, then that catches on. Um, and so much of misinformation and stuff, it's not even like getting this like foothold or like uh, fact checking this or this it, or like claiming this, it's just sort of repeating things over and over. If you repeat stuff long enough, it gets stuck in people's brains and then that's what they think. So now it was repeated enough and that's just that's just the story now to them. And, and there's mean, no getting out of there. Meanwhile, a man had his skull fractured. Mm. I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi, but fuck this. Like what the, that's not, what the fuck? And then, sorry, I should come up, be more eloquent than just say fuck. But, you know, then the Republicans didn't hesitate to point out you know, the 2017 attack at the, you know, the baseball game with the Congress people, a congressional baseball team, and, uh, you know, a Republican was shot and then talking about that. But Bernie Sanders, this was a Bernie supporter, was immediately condemned the action. Yeah, because he's a decent human being. You know, like, none of, it's not acceptable. It doesn't matter if you disagree with somebody politically, you don't inflict physical harm on them or at least you shouldn't and uh so you know that's fun that's yeah. fun to see people just mocking somebody like 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 we've lost the thread of the fact that somebody was hospitalized yeah because it's not even that there's no like you know uh memos going out and like statements going out like thoughts are with him or whatever it's like the active mockery of the violence that is uh pretty fucked up and i won't say new but it's gleeful though it's gleeful it's, yeah it's gleeful mockery uh it's ever present now and it's just it's sort of accepted as like the way things are and like yeah like the musk stuff and just like so many people just sort of gleefully mocking um that i even like forget who it was some like fox news twerp or probably actually literally a politician um, who's like, you know, they're trying to politicize this when what we should be talking about is how this was an illegal immigrant. What? <laughs> you don't want to politicize it? But, but then what did you say? Like, it's just like nothing means anything anymore. And uh, it's pretty maddening. It, it is. It absolutely is um, infuriating. I, I feel really sad that this is the state of things again. We've understood this was coming and this was happening, but seeing the reality in your face of how many people just don't give a fuck that, I mean, easily could have been killed. He was got a hammer to the head. And what's more important is your fucking joke. There's your humanity. That's where we're at. <laughs> and it's not like, even I, like... I, it's not... Yeah, sorry, Jonathan. No, uh, but like Donald Trump Jr.'s joke wasn't like his joke. He didn't take a picture of underwear and a hammer. Also, he wasn't in his underwear, so that's no, just like a joke just, based on the mm. fake part of and it. All yeah. the homophobia, and yeah, it's disgusting. I think we all can agree about that. But it is just really, you know, and, and I've and lots of people that this internet, this internet shield or whatever, where you're like, oh, it's whatever, it's the internet. I can post this meme. Nope, you're advocating for violence. Mm. It's not a joke. Well, also, you're not anonymous. You're Donald you're not Trump anonymous. Jr. Right? Oh, I was <laughs> thinking about just people. I, I. I think like at this point you come to expect, even if it's absolutely vile and disgusting, this from people, figures like him, but just the amount of people, just people that believe these stories and, or even if they don't fully believe it, they think it's delightful to have something to make fun of Nancy Pelosi with to get their own, like just average people. Yes. Yeah, little funny little game. And I know um, that the Twitter, the Twitter isn't necessarily, isn't actually reflective of everybody but 
it's you know it's uh it's a subsection of people and it's uh it's it's <laughs> i feel like we've talked about this before but just that that other interesting thing that always happens where you have this, these people's like calling for violence, calling for like, let's storm the capitals, do this, let's, we got to do this. And then once it happens, they're like, that's Antifa, they're faking it. Like, it, as soon as the thing that they talk about constantly happens, they're like, well, that's fake to make us look bad. Didn't you want the thing? You wanted that thing to happen. But as soon as it does, you, you like step away and um, I don't know, it's all a mess. Right. None of these, none of these people ever get to be the heroes that they want to be because they're always like, wished away as their they were a gay sex worker in san francisco mm-hmm. yeah. in, instead of like what they were which is like a gamergate last jedi guy right god you know like you know going back through his stuff it's like you know who knows how someone progresses from whatever hippy dippy stuff or new yeah. age stuff from 15 years ago to gamergate stuff to QAnon. it's like a very bizarre progression but like there you know you don't get to be the right wing rebel hero that you think you're going to be because they're going to disavow you, you exactly know? yeah it's never uh they're they all they always step back and it's like well you didn't even get the thing that you wanted which was like the fame and and pride of your people uh because they want nothing to do with it actually on that note Speaking of things that they want nothing to do with, I think it's time for us to take an ad break. Are you allowed to say that? I'm not sure. Let's keep well, talking so that it's not too close to the ad break. Like, Which everybody wants. They want to step towards the ads. People like Nobody ads. Nobody wants to step away from Actually, the people ad break. like our ads. Uh, that's usually true. It's true. Just, the, they don't, the Republicans don't want anything to do with no, our they ads. They don't want right. to do with it. But see, now we've done it again and we're really close Mm. to the ad break. Which we can't wait to get to. Hey there, slugger. How you you doing, you little slug you? Slugging around, living on logs, producing a protective mucus to survive. Sounds fun. Listen, sluggy, I want to tell you about CBD from Next Evo Naturals. Are you perhaps stressed out or having trouble sleeping in your little slug next? Well, Next Evo is here to help. Their product is apparently formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use. The way it works is they start with fast-acting smart sorb CBD for a calming effect, and then they add fast-acting melatonin to get you to sleep fast. And finally, a controlled-release melatonin so you sleep longer and wake refreshed for another day of working in the slug mines. Seriously, I can't recommend this product enough. I have been sleeping so great, and I'm not even a slug. Look, man, you work hard to produce enough slug ore to make a living, right? So your slug children can go to slug college. It is important that you're able to relax and sleep well at night. You've earned it after all. Maybe you should try Next Evo's delicious strawberry-flavored sleep support CBD complex gummies to help you fall asleep quickly. The choice is yours, slug. Get a better night's rest and a better day tomorrow with products from Next Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more, use promo code MORENEWS at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com. Promo code MORENEWS. Blank, blank. Sorry, that's the sound that, that a slug makes. And we are back as promised for even more news. I'm sure you like those ads. We liked shooting them. We like the products, mm-hmm. especially if the product was a CBD product that's been helping me sleep like a baby. <laughs> it really has. Good. I need more of them. Babies sleep a lot. Um, also, they don't. What? I don't know. They don't what? Like, sleep a lot. I mean, they sleep a lot, but then they like wake up. Katie's, I don't, this Katie doesn't sleep a lot until I found until this exactly. product. All right, we touched on this a bit. The Elon Musk of it all. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, what else has been going on in the wild world of Elon Musk? Uh, good Lord. Back to voices. It's like, it's like 10 new things every day. I, I like expanded this list of stuff he's doing there at Twitter. And just interrupt me when you want me to stop talking about this stuff. So the mm-hmm. big stop. one is... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Uh, we did it. We did it. Uh, he, so so uh, the big one is he's charging $8 a month for the blue check mark for the verification badge 
and those people who pay that will be able to get boosted in like replies so like <laughs> this is like a thing for reply guys mm -hmm. specifically and completely destroying what the point of it was and its value yeah, it's free speech yeah that's free speech he's uh he's rebooting vine why because uh, well, someone because like someone yeah. said so it's because someone said so also a lot of people don't realize that like don't know like the people in the company apparently are unaware of these things it's being like because he'll just tweet like should we bring back vine all right we're doing that and and people at twitter like don't know they like see his tweets like are, should we be working on this because we didn't know that honestly here's the problem for me with all of it the complicated catch 22 i just think he's up there saying shit and then he gets backed into a corner the thing that pisses people off the most he's like mm -hmm. yeah that that's how he bought twitter mm -hmm. he didn't want twitter he spent what 20 billion dollars on this thing like I, what 44 billion, 44 billion 30, 33 or 30 something of his own money it's like he, it's like he says it and then everyone gets pissed off and like the thing the thing to do with Elon Musk is to not pay attention to him, mm. is to not react. It's just like it's the thing to do with Donald Trump. But we don't do that because also there's a very valid argument as to why you shouldn't. Right. You, you can't let him just do it. But if he was just talking to himself, then it would. I don't know. Would he go tire himself out? Um, yeah, it's um, especially if like don't talk about or look at the guy who owns the place now that you're well, talking he's just made um, a playground for us all to talk about him all day yeah which is you know it's what he wants there's a it's uh it's very transparent a lot of the reasoning behind a lot of his decisions um you know he's uh like ah oh, the blue checks like he doesn't like journalists because they report on him and uh report on like the abuses in his factories and the racism at his factories and he doesn't like that. He likes that they're all up in arms about this. Um, he really wants more than anything to be liked and to be a good poster. He can't. He just wants to post and be good at it, um, and get the num get those sweet sweet likes and uh, be like a cool guy. And so he bought the website so he could be a cool guy on it. You know, you see him like laughing at like people like uh, complaining about it or pointing out like actual like criticisms of it and it's just sort of like what drives so much of what he does it seems this i want to be liked want to be a cool guy and i need to impress cat turd too and uh <laughs> benny johnson you know um but i think he, he genuinely gets... stews on some of this stuff at home at night oh yeah i mean like so much of i mean you can go back to you know a couple of years ago uh, he had a whole run of just talking about like the onion used to be funny, but now it's not. And it's always in response to headlines that make fun of him. It's just, he doesn't like being made fun of. And he loves the Babylon Bee because they suck his dick constantly. Any Babylon Bee articles, just search Babylon Bee Elon Musk and it's him in mech suits saving humanity on mars and stuff like that so he gravitates towards any it's again like you said like it's just trump shit uh he gravitates towards anyone who praises him and confirms that he's cool and good and funny and he will like outright reject anybody who makes fun of him um and then and then he becomes influenced by it exactly it's like he's like he doesn't want to let down the people because he doesn't probably believe him very much other than uh money uh and himself i don't know taking a guess here just maybe maybe he believes in things but he's obviously very influenced by um wanting to be liked by the people that like him and so if this this group of people thinks this way then he's gonna play to them what are some of these other things what is this upload videos paywall situation why would we want that well he wants to make it uh, he's gonna do a little OnlyFans on mm. Twitter where you can upload long videos and paywall them and adult content's going to be allowed in there. And, you know, fair enough. Okay. You know, I think the di I mean, the only difference between Elon and Trump, because I think you're right. It's like Obama making fun of Trump at the White House correspondence dinner. There's a direct path from that to Trump taking the presidency. And there's a direct path from like Elon getting made fun of by the onion mm -hmm. uh, and dunked on on Twitter to this right now mm -hmm. the difference is is that you know trump didn't have to 
change things about the country to make a ton of money really quickly. And Elon does. So mm-hmm. he, I... he needs to make a bunch of money to pay off uh, some of this debt. And he seems to have not thought about that until he took over the company, until which had, is why until he had to take over. Yeah, because that, that's why you're getting eight, nine different things that he's like throwing against the wall mm-hmm. to try to make money. Yeah, and it's very, it's sort of, yeah, very silly and transparent. And like, even like the blue check thing, like, it's like, and frame, like, it's so easy for them to frame it like, oh, the elite blue checks think like they're so mad that they don't get their thing. No, 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 it's not about that. There's a purpose for that. And it's just to verify that you're like a real person. You can do that for everybody. It doesn't have to be like public figures, even prove that you're a real person, you're a real human being behind this account. That's fine. And there's like, like, but you shouldn't having, have to well, right. like, pay it's, for it's that. It's weird, like a social media, especially somebody who claims like I'm, I love free speech and I also, I want Twitter to be the public square. Okay, then allow people to verify they're real people and don't, like, it's like you welcome people into the town square and like, this is where all the dialogue happens. I love free speech. Everybody is able to talk e- uh, equally, but if you give me some money, I'll give you a megaphone. And then right. you're uh, you're lifted up in this, and this, so what on. he wants is it for it to be the thing that everybody hated, where certain people anyway. But like, I mean, there, there's but there's things in that you can have like we're like yeah have a subscription service that like you actually get benefits that like uh, improved UI and like a better user experience for various reasons. One thing Twitter Blue has is folders for bookmarks. I think that should be for everybody. Because uh, it's just a but useful. That's my point. Is like I don't think. But yeah. but that doesn't but that doesn't like affect the actual aspect of speech on the platform. That's not saying right. if you give me money, then like I'll see your tweets more. No, it's just if you give me money, then like your experience is a little easier because you can bookmark stuff, put them in folders, and organize that way. Things like that, and it's just sort of like, like you're saying, like throwing things out and not thinking about it, and just wanting people to fucking pay you so that people see their tweets more. Um, and like, but like, even if just if you just even it out, I've seen, I've even seen people like, well, like you, it used to be the blue checks got all the attention because they got the thing, but now anyone can do it. It's like, well, if you really believe the things that he says, then you would, if there, if there is, if there is an algorithm that like bumps blue check accounts, then just get rid of that. Just make it so there's no effect in the actual feed or actual replies that is even. And then you can verify yourself uh, as a real human being instead of adding these like these little elements that are like, You're, this is about Just don't speech. change anything and let people get verified. Sure. Like, uh, and I know that this is all they want to make money. Okay. Do your OnlyFans do this. You're not going to make this money. <laughs> That's the other part of this is like, he's not going to make mm. all this money. The other thing they're doing is firing half of their staff and forcing them to work absolutely wild hours, uh, r- reportedly. Mm-hmm. And again, like finding out these decisions from his tweets, uh, right. like so many people aren't even getting information from like their managers about like what they should be doing. They're just like, I, should we, are we working on this thing? Um, yeah. Are we working on this? Are we getting fired on Friday? Because that's the right. report is that half of the staff is getting fired on Friday. And then, like, to build all of these things, the expectation for which, you know, if we know anything about Elon Musk, could change next week because mm-hmm. of what it was like, what it's like to work at Tesla or SpaceX, where he comes in and says, nope, now we're doing this thing because yeah. he's and running it, all... it like it's a startup in its first month, you know, instead right. of like. And it could be like based off of like somebody makes fun of him. So he changes his mind about something, right? Well, like... right. Like, it's very challenging to make a lot of money through twitter because like people who were very invested in doing it whole boards and executive teams were having a really hard time doing yeah. it so it's going to be tough for like him a guy who is motivated by uh, purely by ego and is not particularly bright to do it now like and he also there's with a, this yeah. huge debt saddled around its neck right um and it's always going to be like whether it's in the background or not, that's what's driving so many decisions. Even like, it's like literally when Stephen King was like, I'm not paying 20 bucks for this shit. Uh, and he's like, what, what about eight? First of all, it was always going to be eight. Uh, they float five in the morning, then they float 20 in the afternoon. And it's like, what about eight? 
he it was always going to be eight. That's just how these things are rolled out to make it seem like, oh, it's not, at least it's not 20, that kind of shit. Um, but when he responded to Stephen King, he was like, you know, you got to pay the bills somehow. And then 10 minutes later, he replies to his tweet to be like, it's, it's, the, it's the only way to get rid of the bots. Buddy, you led with that's how you'd pay your bills. So anything you say after that, that's the first thing people are going to think that you're making these decisions based off of. The bot thing is so weird. Like, is that, and this might be different for you guys on Twitter because you have large followings. Like, are spam and bots in your replies like a huge no problem? No. It's not a huge problem. Because, like, I don't, like, every once I in a while. I don't know any like, kind of a problem. Yeah, me either. I think it might be a problem for him because he's this huge, uh, massive yes. account. But is this a problem for him because he wants to go and read all the comments? Well, no, so this he is, definitely does. Yes. Like, so this is the it's thing. Like, just ignore it. <laughs> well, he can't. I don't know if I mean he, that, but. Well, he, he can't, first of all. Also, this is like, again, down to why he does things. Because like, like and I'm sure bots are, are a problem. Like there's scams out there. Yeah, and it's, absolutely. And it's, and it's a problem. Uh, but it's especially a problem for him because he's the richest man on the planet. And uh, he's kind of like, a monorail salesman and so he attracts scams and bots they're gonna the be all the guys gonna have like elon musk account like fake names and stuff and they're gonna be promoting like different bitcoin shit and, and just like all the kind of stuff because of who he is and it's actually a little okay because no one's gonna be fooled by those accounts because he has a check mark by his name to verify who he is but he's he reads all of his replies, uh, and he cares so much, and he cares so much about the posting and being seen as that. And I think, yeah, it's just this sort of weird impulse that he thinks Twitter's so important to everybody because it's so important to him. Well, now what's happened is Twitter is all about him, at least for the time being and for the near future, because he's just going to chime in on everything. I'm having a hard time. I said this before we started recording. I'll come back around. I'm not quitting Twitter, but I don't care for it much. Uh, you know, I want to see what happens. But mm. you go on there and it's I just have so much resentment for how every single fucking day there's no way he's creating a world where he is the center of it. And so the news revolves around him. And just like we, we talk about these news stories, he's always fucking involved every fucking mm. week. I'm sorry for all the F words <laughs> this this week. But like last week, we're talking about. Him chiming in and saying, needing to say he's called Kanye about, mm. you know, his comments and getting involved with Paul Pelosi. So is now he's just is news <laughs> like yeah. it, it, then it becomes about him. It mm. becomes us trying to, to you know, ah, shake our fists at him. And yet we are, again, at participating in this feedback loop where we're giving him exactly what he wants. Yeah. Again, it's, again, it's very Trumpy stuff. And it's also his whole business model is attention and PR. That's why he's been one of the main reasons he's been so successful because he's marketed himself as this Tony Stark figure. But I don't think Tony Stark spends most of his time tweeting at Cat Turd 2, right? Like he's not like, or like Scroll Turd 2. I could or probably see be, Tony you know? Stark doing a little bit. Um, no, he just wants to spend time with his daughter and wife, which spoiler alert elon musk doesn't want to do no he he's doesn't. got so many kids and he doesn't give How a shit about his so tweet? Like, wait i have kids okay but he is uh presenting himself as as this and so he makes it about him and the attention and the spectacle um and it's harder and harder to look away aside from the spectacle of it but he's also very wealthy and owns the place now obviously it's extremely hard to generate collective power in in any aspect but i do like the fact that we have this collective power to like ruin him if we all want it mm -hmm. i'll quit the website i feel like a lot of the wealthy liberal elites whoever used to buy teslas are not going to be buying them as much anymore mm. well, i know there's government contracts with spacex we can't, yeah, yeah i mean like, ad advertisers are gonna uh is gonna slow down on the site um so he's gonna implement even more shitty ideas to make more money yeah like it's going to like i do think twitter will fail because a lot of this over time but like oh we could make twitter fail like tomorrow mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. next week and the like, staff of twitter could do that 
today uh, or tomorrow when if you if you fire half I'd the staff, if you, or if you fire half the staff, the other half can leave too. And then what's he gonna do? Is he gonna bring the Tesla engineers in to like take care of it? He'll be putting the fact checks with Cat Turd. It'll just be him and Cat Turd. Exactly. Just like, yeah, checking the algorithm. Check the code, Cat Turd. But uh, I mean, that won't happen probably. And also like it's, you know, it takes a lot to decide to like, I'm just going to leave this job that you get paid a lot and you got good benefits and uh, a good situation. Not anymore because you got to work 80 hours a week and uh, sleep at the office, but you can't ask people to work that much and you're also firing unbelievable you can i feel like that's got to be more expensive when you're talking about overtime i guess they're salaried though so anywho Mm. um it is a hard thing for for people right now things are expensive it i mean anytime is terrible to lose your job but especially right now and um why People must be terrified that they're the ones on the chopping block or what are we going to do? And you this is becoming culturally a very different place to work. I'm sure there's I'm sure it's awful there. Oh, yeah. Work at Twitter. Sound off. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, Also, also, yeah, like you hear these reports and like, so am I going to get fired? Are you going to get fired? Who's 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 in that list of people? What a bad way to run a company. Seems like a real fucking selfish dork. <laughs> so we just got a few more minutes left here, guys. How are you feeling about these midterms? So good. Um, Is there a way we can end this on a hopeful note? Uh, sure. Uh, life goes on. Um, hey, hey, until it doesn't. Uh, well, also, I mean, I mean, in the context of like the Hungary situation, we we talked about. I mean, we didn't even mention i didn't really mention this in the episode itself but like one of the main elements of that is how back and forth their nation has gone uh in terms of the kind of government that it has and the kind of people that are in power uh and this yo-yo back and forth sort of thing and um i mean this isn't i don't know how like helpful or optimistic this is but even if things get bad they get better right that's how it has been going things yeah you know people are turning out there is more engagement and people are paying attention on a level that i feel like they haven't for a long time i feel hopeful um about the fact that that didn't die down after trump left office that people still Mm -hmm. pay attention and people still care and we're still seeing like i don't know the exact numbers of the midterms and we won't know them yet until they're done but we're seeing a lot of mail-in ballots we're seeing certain shifts in the way people people's consciousness i'll say around politics and understanding and 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 showing up and so that's that's great and i think what you're touching on with what you're saying is that yeah next week's episode i'm really excited for people to see it i think it's really good but do touch on it like we have that control that elections keep coming and we do get to keep showing up and um you're wrinkling your face at me like i'm oh no no what? Oh, I thought you were <laughs> reacting me? to something I said. No, no, I was no, no, talking no, no. and all of a sudden you went like this. No, 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 no. And no, I no. went, oh. Uh, just for our listeners, Cody had his brow a little bit furrowed and was stroking his beard. And then when Katie said you went like this, she kind of like pulled her head back and like scrunched her <laughs> face up uh, Yeah, thank a you for, the, for detailing it. Cody was not thinking that I was a bug. No, not at all. But it is important. Oh, here's one thing I wanted to say. A ladybug. Okay. I am a ladybug. Don't send in your mail bin ballots at this point. I've seen some people posting about it. Like there is some acknowledgement that mail in ballots at this point might not get there in time. So oh, go so put them in a drop box to or a to a polling box. center. I'm not sure if that's true for every place. Maybe you live really close to your post office or whatever, but like just go to the. We also in the United States do have some advantages like our country's system is a bit older than say mm-hmm. Hungary's or some others that that kind of easily fall into autocracy uh you know we have some advantages our institutions flawed as they are kind of held up in 2020 and 2021 like yeah, in another a, country in another system Trump's like fumbling around may have worked um yeah. and it didn't bit tenuous it- What's scary about this one is 
and everyone, all of the elections of our lifetime that we continue to have every single, every single one. You're like, okay, well, every time they take back a chamber, if they get both and, you know, are able to do X, Y, Z, it chips away at things. You know, we all know this. We were trying to be hopeful. Yeah, and we can. I, yeah, again, like, it's just, there's just no way to know. And even if things is, get bad, there's, don't be demoralized or despair because there you just get your are pink lots pussy and lots out. of good people out there in the world. And I would say there are a lot more good people than bad people. Not to, like, be like, oh, there's good and there's bad. And that's how the world works. You know, it's not that, uh, that distinct and uh simple i still think that people are better than we think i still believe that and you know if the gop gets the house and senate and their election fuckery that's not good but um it's not the end i don't know it's not the very end it's It's not not the the last stop yeah there was a stop there was a plague a bubonic plague you know, there there were dinosaurs, and then they all died, but then they turned into birds, and birds are still around. It's all fine. Oh, I We think, love birds. I mean, like, if we all turned into birds. Exactly. It'll it all be worth it. It'll all be worth it. So maybe we'll all be birds in millions and millions of years. Put that on a t-shirt. Maybe we'll all be birds. Maybe we'll all be birds. All right, I think that does it for us today, folks. <laughs> Maybe we'll all be birds. Agree. I'm not absolutely terrified. I do have hope. I agree with you completely that this, even if it turns out not the way we want, well, it's not the end. Wouldn't be dissimilar to what we lived through recently, except we wouldn't have, we still wouldn't have Donald Trump in there for two more years. So that's good. And we're okay. We're okay. We're okay. And we love you very much. Mm, Much.